0: Hello, folks. Welcome back to motorsport this week. My name is Jess. I'm here once again with Lewis. Still no Alex, but it's a, it's a two-man show today. Lewis, how are you? I'm very good. Mate. How are you? I'm not too bad. Enjoying this uh, new little setup I've got going on out here. Enjoying the the great British sunshine as it is. Not too bad. I can see the sun. I can see the sunlight peering through your through your window behind you. It's a lovely day, isn't it?
1: Lovely day. Lovely day.
0: Lovely day to talk about motorsport, shall we? <laughs> let's just yeah, go straight. Okay. Yeah, let's just go straight into it. Uh, Canadian Grand Prix. Max won again. Again took pole again. Um, honest thoughts of no, he didn't grand slam it because Perez got the fastest lap uh, towards the end. Grand I remember stuff. they they pit they pit Perez while well, he was in P six take the fastest lap off of Lewis Hamilton, which was uh, a bit interesting to see, but overall honest thoughts of the canadian grand prix lewis i mean i was
1: excited to watch your rice, you know when i mm-hmm. got back but um kind of wish i hadn't wasted an hour and a half of my life because i didn't know yeah. it was all oh, i didn't and then i got in and i thought yeah let's put the rice on and mm-hmm. i was sat there watching it for about an hour and a half and then i knew in my head that Verstappen was gonna win but yeah it, it, it was like nothing happened in the race whatsoever it's like one two and three positions well one two and three in qualifying yeah you know it's it's it, it, you know i might have or like, I, I could have watched the i could have watched qualifying and knew what happened in the race you know what <laughs> i mean it's just yeah it, it's just i love watching f1 i love watching motorsport but it's just i didn't need to waste that
0: much time in my life just like you know how much you know how much work i could get done in an hour and a half like a lot <laughs> yeah you get a lot done in an hour and a half <laughs> yeah, but qual- the qualifying though since you mentioned qualifying i mean it was the most exciting part of the whole race weekend because that canadian rain did wonders for the grid i mean obviously I max so, put I'm it on seven. pole. Oh, Alex can't forget Albon. about that. Alex Alvon in seventh what place. Can't drive, forget about that. What a, what a drive. from Alex Alvon, yeah. Brilliant a drive. Is that who finished so it was only the two Red Bulls, Lewis Hamilton, uh, Fernando Alonso, and who else have finished in front of him? Which who are the other two that finished in front of him? God, this is bad from us. So... <laughs> Max yeah. one. Max Hamilton lewis okay. and then Alonso, no, they were the podium
1: yeah, Alonso and Alonso,
0: lewis yeah, yeah well, they I were the podium I, though so i was just going yeah. through my head it, it was it's, fourth it's all right stop doing this all the time <laughs> yeah yeah hey we're just starting we're just starting out lads it's all right it's all right <laughs> who's he finished fourth i can't remember <laughs> yeah i mean was it Le, Le, it was leclerc leclerc finished fourth and then on his uh, then on he his charge with the field uh was it like sight? that Paris finished sixth did Sainz finish fifth?
1: I believe so because Albon finished
0: seventh Albon finished seventh yeah that, that as well. yeah that, that that was the that was the, the whole talking point of this segment Alex Albon it's a very special drive wasn't it I mean he got driver of the day deservedly so and yeah. he held his own in that Williams didn't he
1: yeah definitely
0: um you know I mean Lord. Like...
1: Alex Albon is a brilliant driver. It's a shame he got kicked out the Red Bull program, but you know he's a good driver. But I don't think he's the like the best caliber of driver. Like, say if you got a Mercedes seat, because you know he's still in the Red Bull Academy, but he drives for Williams. You know he's still got Red Bull on his helmet. But you know if you're Toyo Wolf, looking at you know if Lewis Hamilton gets sick for a race or anything, like, you're not looking to call up you know Alex Albon because he's been in a top level car before and he just couldn't perform but admittedly that Red Bull
0: is built for Max Verstappen so I mean yeah it, it is hard for any second driver to come in and compete with Max I mean yeah he people could argue that the car's built for Max maybe it is the maybe it isn't for Max. The maybe, is, for Max. maybe it is maybe it isn't
1: Alex but... Albon
0: He's gone on record saying that car is built for Max Verstappen. Oh, he <laughs> can say what he wants. At the end of the day, Max is Max is killing it for Red Bull. Whether the car is built for him or not, we'll <laughs> we'll see further down the line. Maybe when he retires, he'll probably say something. But we don't know. But yeah, as you said, it was a brilliant drive from from Alex Albon. I can't remember where he started though in, in Quali because in Quali that was a it was a bit of a, a mess really because Leclerc got knocked out in. Q two, I think. Did he not get knocked out in Q two? Yeah, he just missed it. Just missed it in Q two. Albon started tenth. Holkenberg qualified P two, but then got the got the uh, five place grid penalty, dropped him down to P five. I mean, it was a big chaotic. Leclerc, and Perez out in Q two. Stroll's there as well. And then you have both both the McLarens inside the top ten. It's just just unheard of, isn't it? I mean, at least that that, that gave us some sort of entertainment. Yeah, but um,
1: I think Lando was being very unsportsmanlike, you know, when he got that penalty for, um, (laughs) uh, what was it, backing up cars, that is unsportsmanlike behaviour and, you know, Mm -hmm. he's going against the rules and, you know, watching the race, listening to the commentary, listening to all the Sky Sports team, you know, defend defend Lando for doing that lot, obviously. That is unsportsmanlike behaviour, and they're not agree. They're not disagreeing with the penalty, but the fact is, they're not disagreeing with the penalty for what he did. They're disagreeing that it should be called unsportsmanlike behaviour. When mm-hmm. that's the bottom line, that's that's what it is. You know, yeah. Um, know something meant to describe it.
0: True. I mean, I was thinking about that while you were talking. Like they didn't. I can't think of any other instances where someone's backed up other cars and they've called it backing up backing up cars for to get into the into the pit lane or something like that. They haven't I haven't seen that sort of thing happen, but this was the first time I've ever saw unsportsmanlike conduct be uh or unsportsmanlike behavior be uh, published on the F1 TV TV graphics. It's 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 I mean it obviously is unsportsmanlike behavior. Like you can't really be backing up cars but you, can't, it, I you mean, not do that it's against the rules yeah you, you can't do that but it's just it was just very interesting to see first time round those words come up and for a driver like Lando Norris who's let's face it he's not a he's not an unsportsmanlike driver he's, he's a very lovely guy he's down to earth he's a he's a good racer you you don't really I'm hear any up, like running, uh
1: screams at like his engineers
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but let's be real. Which which race car driver doesn't scream at his engineer at some point?
1: Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, there's, there's definitely some instances where he shouted a bono. I remember very good. He definitely shouted a bono before. Definitely. <laughs> nah, but I mean yeah. It's a it looked it looked like it was gonna be a good race for McLaren in um after qualifying, but then no points again. First time they've gone pointless. Is it first time they've gone pointless in Canada since 2014, well, or they haven't got points in Canada since 2014? One of the two. We are very unprepared, as <laughs> as we usually are for this podcast. Like, oh, thanks my. for choosing to listen. Thanks for choosing to listen to us. <laughs> no, it's it's not it's not looking too great for them, is it?
1: No, definitely not. You, you know they've got a star solid No, Lando's been, you know, tearing it up in a. That's that's facts a crap car. Apart from mm-hmm. 2021, when you know they won in Monza, but that was a bit of an anomaly. You know, mm-hmm. if Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton didn't crash out of that race, then you know maybe we got a maybe we could have got a McLaren podium. But you know, if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. <laughs> no, there's no point. <laughs> McLaren won a race, so there's no point not trying to dispute the facts. And the next week, they put it on pole, and it yeah. was very it was very. You know, good. It it was very on the pace, but I think it's because so many teams are getting so close to you know the Mercedes regulations. Mm-hmm. You know, like Lando got his first pole. Obviously, Daniel Ricciardo got McLaren's first one in nine years, ten years. I
0: think I think it was in the nine or ten year range, yeah. yeah. And
1: you know, McLaren have been a very you know repu- rep- reputable team, and it's just yeah. You know, it's just a shame to see them fall from grace. Lot. Like, I remember when Lewis Hamilton used to roll for, for for not Ferrari, uh, McLaren, and yeah, I, I loved it. Then I I even went to I even got the opportunity to go down to the McLaren headquarters in uh, Surrey. I think it was yeah, and um, it it was great. I used to admire McLaren, and it just hurts to see you know a star-studded team with. Lots of championships around about, and a star-studded driver line-up just fail miserably.
0: Mm. I mean, yeah, you've, you've you've put it. You've basically nailed it. It's it's such a good, such a talented driver line. Of, obviously, Lando Norris, pole sitter, podium sitter. He's he's just missing the race win for his multiple time podium sitter, second place, third place he's been there near the front he's got that pole position to his name as well obviously hasn't got that win that many people might have thought you would have got at this point but ba- he's basically a win he just got unlucky yeah you got a got a bit unlucky strategical yeah. Strat- Strat- went a bit wrong the
1: uh, thing is it's like i'm um, might be too harsh on lando and looking back on it in retrospect it's like if he pitted for if he pitted for the inter lewis would have stayed out on softs and you know bust it up in the rain right, as he mm. usually does <laughs> or if he didn't pit for the enter, you know what what happened would have happened, and you know I'll give Lando I'll give Lando enough crap for it, but at the end of that is what it is. He tried his hardest in you know a third or fourth place car. And yeah, he did he did well to get it on pole, but I think that session was a bit interrupted. Or that session was a bit of an anomaly as well because George Russell p two.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Science. It
1: was
0: two and a Williams for the yeah. that year. It, uh, I think it was B three actually. I think Science. I think it was Lando and Science on the front row, and the George was in B three yeah, behind because, them.
1: Because Sons was winning for
0: uh, no, yeah, the lead for like half the rights. Yeah, 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 yeah. As I was saying, Lando Norris, he's got this pedigree, and then you've got like this prodigy from Australia, from Melbourne, first season in F three wins. Uh, First season in Formula... Is it Euro Cup, I think it was? Formula Euro Cup. Wins it. First season in F3, wins it. First season in F2, wins it. Has two teams fighting for him to drive for them in 2023. Like, Oscar Piastri is a prodigy, but McLaren are failing him, really.
1: It's it's just so so annoying. I'd probably like Lando a bit more than... I I don't know. I can't a lot taken back my stance on Lando because you know mm-hmm. he is a reliable guy, I couldn't imagine not going down to the pub and chatting to him, No, yeah. Not. I can imagine him being my friend and it just hurts, like oh, if he would have, say if he would have signed for Mercedes instead of McLaren you know, as a reserve driver and something happened to Valtteri Bottas or Lewis Hamilton one day, like it did in uh, Sakir 2020 and he would have stepped mm-hmm. up to that role, like what what could he have done you know i know that yeah. I know that was a rice winning car but george also did tremendous in it and he was yeah. on track for his first win but mm-hmm. the question that comes to my mind is could alex albon or could lando norris or could any other driver on the grid do what george did or
0: you know it's a, it's a toughie because that <laughs> that 2020 mercedes car was streets ahead of anyone i remember i think it was it was i think it was qualifying for the um for the silverstone the 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 british grand prix in 2020 where bottas was two tenths behind hamilton and then the gap between <laughs> gap between hamilton and nika Hulkenberg, who was p3 was a second and a half oh, like like come on that car was ridiculously fast like there's does you could put anyone in there Maybe not Nicholas Latifi or Nikita Mazepin, but someone of a decent pedigree of driver. You could put anyone in that that 2020 Mercedes car, and they'd probably match what George Russell did in secure and, Or possibly even better. It may I reckon he, Lando could have could have taken that pole position off of Valtteri Bottas. It's it's a bold, it's a bold statement, but I feel like Lando could have done that. I do, I
1: do give Lando a lot of crap. Lot, he, he is a phenomenal driver, and it just hurts to see him, you know, disappointed. You know, they yeah. say, they say, "No, oh yeah, we've got everything in place until like, to be a top team by 2024." But it, and then it, it's then gonna get to 2025. You're gonna see maybe McLaren win, hopefully win a few races mm-hmm. with Lando and Oscar, but. You forgetting twenty twenty six new engines regulations. Yep. I think McLaren are the only one that don't have uh, an engine supplier for twenty twenty six. If I'm correct, and I
0: we'll, we'll have to double check that, but I think I think you're right on that one. Yeah, I mean, if they don't have an engine supplier in place, do they have the tr- do they have the full trust of Lando and Oscar? I, I
1: think. I think the best thing for Lando to do would, you know, check is Checo's uh, Red Bull contract up in 2024?
0: Yes, yes it is.
1: So this is Checo's last year at Red Bull?
0: Next year's last year's at Red Bull.
1: No, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so theoretical situation. Lando rolled it out. Keeps putting it up there in the you know crap box of a McLaren. Where do where do you see where do you see him going? The Red Bull seats opened up. That's probably going to Iwasa, Sonoda, Liam Lawson, or Daniel Ricciardo. That that Tauri seats that AlphaTauri seats um, opened up. Nick DeVries is going to get chopped out next year. Mm-hmm. Do you reckon? You know, do you, do you ever see Lando going to you know a worse, less pre- less pre- prestigious team? Um,
0: no, I don't. To, I don't
1: just I, just to warm him up for the Red Bull.
0: Hmm.
1: I don't. If they if
0: if they <laughs> want to probably, get him in that room. that was probably a
1: stupid take from me on one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you posed <laughs> the question to me. taking a half. <laughs> Oh dear, the pit stop strays in this this podcast, what are we on now? Four now? Four strays they've caught? (laughs) No, but to answer your question though, I mean, if Red Bull want Lando in their team, you get him straight away. It doesn't matter about how talented the the driver academy is. As you've said, Iwasa's there, Lawson's there, they've got Zane Maloney, the boy from Barbados, who I have
1: Am I right in thinking
0: uh, Jaihan Daruvala is a Red Bull driver? He's not anymore. He used to be, but he's not anymore. As a, yeah. as as a, as a half Indian myself, a very proudly Indian uh, origin man, I would have loved. I would have so loved for Jaihan Daruvala to be in to be in F one with a, with the Red Bull livery. It would have looked so nice. But his contract came to an end uh, last year. He's now just academy-less. I don't think. I don't, I think F one is a uh, gone past for him now. But in that Red Bull Academy, you've got, as you said, Iwasa, uh, Liam Lawson. I mentioned Zane Maloney. Enzo Fittipaldi wow. is there. Isaac Hadjar is there. Jack Crawford is there. There is so many good, talented drivers in that Red Bull Academy that could make the step up to F1, but there's just no room for them anywhere. There's just no room. But I mean, when you have a when you have a driver like Lando Norris in one hand. Mm. I think his He's talents
1: poor, definitely. Yeah.
0: His talents will be prioritized over the 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 potential that these uh Red Bull dry, junior drivers have. I mean yeah, it could be it, it could be seen as neglect for the Red Bull academy. Maybe what's the point of the Red Bull academy if you're just going to take drivers from other teams to put into that second Red Bull seat so next to Max. But when you have a caliber you have a caliber of driver of Lando's quality you can't turn that down. You have to play, You have to put him in that car. If it ain't broke,
1: don't don't fix it, man.
0: That's true. But then at the same time, you kind of You don't want just Max running away with everything. If you're Red Bull, you want maybe you want maybe like a situation where you have Rosberg and Hamilton in the team, two drivers who can actively fight for race wins, not one superior than the other. That's, perhaps that's,
1: that's not going to happen in a Red Bull that's
0: built for Max Verstappen. That is true, but I feel like Lando <laughs> maybe could. If it,
1: maybe if the Mercedes were on the pace, winning, you know, winning everything that Red Bull have been doing, I believe that George Russell and Lewis Hamilton won 2 every race. Without mm. file, that it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be, you know. I'm being harsh on Checo. I, I know, you'll never listen to this, but <laughs> I'm being, I'm being too harsh on you know, him. But Checo is you know, drop the ball. In round four, Baku, and he won that race in, you know, dominant fashion. Mm-hmm. And just sit, um, I envisioned him winning the championship. You know, hope, hope, hopes of a total battle, you know, round nine of the season coming up. Yep. Dimitri. Round 10 even.
0: Round 10? You have... Oh, yeah. Is it under. round 10? Because Imola got cancelled, didn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is round 10 coming up. Oh, the I got cancelled. Oh,
1: god. 10 races into the season.
0: Well, technically 9 races into the season, but eight yeah, races okay. even eight races into the season, but it's the 10th oh. round coming up now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my
1: god, <laughs> that's confused me that. <laughs> uh... Yeah, It's, it's just an incredible lot. Max Verstappen has run away with it and mm-hmm. I I don't see anyone stopping him. Apart from you know twenty twenty three when the when the you know development on um, catches up to Red Bull, mm-hmm. but I don't know I don't know a sufficient penalty that could have impeded Red Bull from winning the championship. Maybe lot like stopping development on the car for the year or yeah, like having them use this this year's car. Uh, as next year's car and not being allowed to develop it whatsoever, but that's just not going to stop. Even that wouldn't stop them. Even if you blew up the Red Bull factory, it wouldn't stop <laughs>
0: <laughs> them. These sanctions are in place because they, they they obviously built the 2023 car well before yeah the the sanctions were put in place. Like this is, this is mainly mainly hindering 2024 development, which maybe could push them could put could oh I'll try again. Maybe it could push them backwards. But oh. he, it's just wishful thinking at this point wishful if you're a neutral.
1: my maybe they win one or two races or the first half of the season. Mm. And then, you know, Lewis Hamilton does does the <laughs> um, might, be, might, to... be, might be Lewis Hamilton does the uh octable.
0: <laughs> <Octubal>. <laughs> yeah. is that what we call it yeah is that what it's called because octopus eight legs like octagon
1: eight like swords
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I, I get it it just, it just sounds so weird it sounds <laughs> Octobal, so weird no. maybe
1: he wins the eight uh, <laughs> four championship that he's destined for but I don't, I personally don't see it happening like, hmm. it, it's going to be like a brawn GP situation where you know they win <clears throat> Every, they win every race or enough races and accumulate enough points over the season mm-hmm. that you just can't catch up with them no matter what you do to your car yeah but it, it, it's just sad to see because I know Mercedes were dominated for seven years but the last time I watched Jeff one you know 2012 we had we had seven different race winners in mm-hmm. seven different rounds but I also know that absence makes a heart growth under and mm. I've been I've been a big advocate for that other podcast. <laughs> like. um, what did I say? Lot like, these has polls if they were happening like, you know, every week, people would just get a bit bored, and mm-hmm. you know we would like to see it like maybe once. pardon a maybe once every lot like, ten years or so. But I I, I don't know. I don't know if I'd like to watch that. I like to watch things, like knowing what's going to happen. Or like, if I mm-hmm. stick, if I stick on F1 now, you know, Austria, they've already won it without, without even, without even laying rubber on the track. Max could sit in his garage, all race, and still win it. No. Like...
0: <laughs> <laughs> bold. That is bold. I mean, it it could happen. <laughs> <laughs> it could happen though, it actually could happen with the way it's been going in F one, it actually could happen. But Crazy.
1: you know. It's it it's just it's just sad to see that F one's becoming becoming a uh dominated sport, but you know, it, it's like it's like that with every sport. Like you you go to watch football, Manchester United won everything for mm-hmm. Three years in a row, Man man City have been winning everything for four years. Three was it three in a row this time? Or? Uh,
0: did Premier League's three in a row, in a row? row yeah. Premier League's three it's in four row. out of the last five, and of course, they've just won the treble. But you know, you get these brilliant
1: teams and they want to set records, they want to, you know, was Red Bull's 100th uh rice win, yeah. Is, did they join any? four other constructors
0: four the constructors Mercedes Ferrari McLaren and Williams yeah Yeah. Oh, it's, it's it's
1: just mad but it. the thing is you know Red Bull it's like a Man City story 2004 when the first joined the F1 Canada, they were crap 2009 they got their first win mm-hmm. and then they're dominating everything now it's like I heard this great analogy, it's like, I'm a Red Bull, no, you're a Red Bull fan, I'm a Mercedes fan, you live yep. right across the road from me, you're in, mm-hmm. you know, not a crap house, but I've got, I've got, you know, BMWs on the drive, I've got, I've got a swimming pool in my back garden, you're looking at me from 2014 to 2020, saying, I wish I could have what he has, I wish I could have what he has. And then mm-hmm. you wake up one day in 2021, Max has won the championship. You know you're walking out your house, like a happy, happy, jolly bloke. My house has been blown up, and you, you know you've got, you've just got yourself a new job. That that's lot. Like, that's yeah. what it's all like, you're like. You know I'm a Mercedes fan. I've watched them dominate for. Well, I haven't watched them dominate, but I know that they've dominated for seven years in a row. Mm-hmm. And you know, all that's kind of crashing down and your experience, in that? mm
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, I mean, I've enjoyed it while it lasts. I've really enjoyed it while it lasts. We're supposed to be impartial on here, but, I mean, we've, we've let.
1: Who cares, yeah, who cares at this point? So, MotoGP happened this weekend. It was the uh, Grand Prix of Germany. Mm-hmm. Very interesting race, but George Martin won it. Bali. 0.0. 0.
0: Six four seconds.
1: So oh, like tenth of a second.
0: Sounds like it. Sounds like a race to the line then.
1: A race, it is a race to the line in MotoGP. You never see that in, you know, F one. You've never seen that in F one nowadays. It, 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 it. it literally
0: happened in Canada with Stroll and Bottas. It did happen. Yeah, boy. they did race the line, but I think it was in the end P ten. But I mean it's still a race to the line. Yeah, they still had it. Not for a win. Not for a win. I, okay yeah not for a win not for a win
1: <laughs> but i think i think what's good what i like about MotoGP gp is it's a lot closer racing but that mm-hmm. you know that can't be that can't be helped it with f1 because it's literally a bullet like a motorbike is literally a bullet traveling through yeah. the air and there's no opportunity for like dirty air to get in because it's, it's so it's so small yeah know with F1 they're big and chunky and the only thing I think's gonna say of F1 is you know if they're they do a mandatory white reduction might the cars go a lot faster because notice that ever since they keep you know slowing and slowing the cars down I remember when F1 cars used to be fueled on rocket fuel and now they're fueled on plants (laughs) oh
0: Fueled
1: on plants But I do love love MotoGP Better But um, Yeah I think I think it's a bit of Ducati dominance Because of top four drivers In the In the championship standings Uh, All on Ducati's Like Bagnola Leads the championship By 16 points Even though he's Binned it Like every race this season (laughs) (laughs) You know He can have have He's another driver That can have a Sunday driver still win the championship or he he can take he can take the bloody six weeks on the day and still come back and (laughs) you know win everything it's it's just it it's just absolutely
0: insane the amount of power that ducati has i was just gonna say are are we getting like in each form of motorsport is there just like one team and one driver just dominating everything it's just like what is happening? What, is, what, what happened to what happened to our motorsport? that's supposed to be like exciting, different winners every week. Why are we getting repeat? Why are we getting the same teams fighting at the front every time? But, I mean, yeah, it is what it is, man. Yeah, it is what it is. Ducati <laughs> built a Gikai built a very good bike. It, it's, it's up to the others to it, to compete. It's a very good bike. It's apparently too stable. That's what Daniel
1: was saying. That's why he bins at every other race lot like.
0: It's too stable. It's
1: too stable, so you can't like, you can't get used to it. Like. you know, I'm not a MotoGP rider. I'm, I I, I like it, but I never have inter- in any interest in a uh, riding motorbike. So I don't I don't know what it's like. But yeah, you know, that's all that's all for MotoGP this week.